Wow, has it been a busy first half of 2018 for the narrator show, both in San Diego and in Denver. We look forward to relaxing into summer. And as you make your own summer plans, don't forget about the narrators. We're at Tiger Tiger Tavern in San Diego the second Tuesday of the month. We're at Bumport Theater in Denver the third Wednesday of the month. We'll see you there. Next storyteller. All right, next storyteller. Next storyteller. Our next storyteller. Welcome to the Narrators Podcast. This podcast collects stories that were told at the Narrators, a monthly storytelling event that features people telling true stories based on a theme. Jordan Grasso is an adjunct professor of sociology at Palomar College in North County, San Diego, but she's on her way to Florida to pursue a PhD. We wish her luck and thank her for telling this story on the theme Rocking the Boat at Tiger Tiger Tavern on May 8, 2018. One of my earliest memories is going to the San Diego Zoo. And growing up, we had zoo passes. So we were always going to the wild animal park because I grew up in North County. I'm still living in North County. And my parents decided to splurge once. And we drove down to Balboa Park. We went to the San Diego Zoo. And we were walking around. We are looking at the monkeys, the flamingos. We walked past the polar bears. And this is like back in the day. So the whole layout was different. And we walked past the polar bears. And my dad was holding me because I was a toddler. And I remember having a stroller, but my dad was holding me. And we walked into what I envision as like a cave. And it was an enclosure, and on one side of the cave, there were pictures and words that depicted whatever was in this tank on the other side. And I'm too young, like I'm a toddler, I can't read it. So I I look into this tank, and it's a glass wall, the type that has like water in it, so that adults can see above and below. And my dad's holding me, and I look and I see this monster. I see an eight to 10 foot long beast that's ready to eat me. I see scaly skin with, you know, it's got that rough like scaly type of just gross skin that you don't want to touch. Um, I see hands like paws, claw things with nails that are ready to tear you apart. I see sharp teeth and eyes that are staring into my soul. And as a toddler, I started trembling and I started screaming bloody murder because this beast was going to eat me, not just me, but my whole family. Like it was, it's big enough to eat my dad whole. (laughs) And so I'm screaming the only way that a toddler can scream. And like when a toddler screams, like you just want to get them out of there. Like it's, it's annoying to everyone there, including yourself. So my parents are trying to get me out. It's a busy day at the zoo and they eventually get me out of the enclosure. And that was my first encounter with an alligator. Um, My second earliest memory, and I don't really know if these are memories or just my my mom has retold this story so many times that they've become like like films playing over in my head. But my second earliest memory is playing in this backyard at my my parents' first house that, that I grew up in in Oceanside. And we had a rectangular backyard and it had a grass area that was big enough for a badminton net and I would play soccer with my dad and my brother would play catch. And Around this rectangular grassy area, there were plants everywhere. My mom's like an avid gardener, like the best gardener I've ever known. And she would plant these beautiful flowers everywhere. We had a wall of bamboo on one side with a bunny hutch. We had um, a sandbox with a swing set. And around the grass area, my dad had put in this concrete divider wall to like teach me, Jordan, stay within the enclosure. Um, Don't touch the flowers that mom, you know, grew. Um, so I would be playing in the grass and, and I remember playing in the grass and looking at the concrete divider and seeing a little beast, a little monster that was surely going to grow into that giant monster. And I started screaming and I played a lot 
by myself as a kid because I was kind of an only child. And I started screaming bloody murder. Like, again, I'm going to be eaten alive by this tiny little beast. And I run to the front yard where my mom's at and I tell her, mom, mom, there's an alligator in the backyard. Mom, there's an alligator in the backyard. And my mom is like the most calm mother like ever. And she tells me, Jordan, like, okay, well, show me the alligator. (laughs) And so I take her to the backyard and I point, mom, there's an alligator, there's an alligator. And she goes, honey, that's just a lizard. (laughs) So that's my second earliest memory with alligators. And so naturally, like, I had this fear, right? I had this fear of gators, so I did what any normal person would do, and I started watching a lot of Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. But, like, crocodile hunter is the worst way to describe him. He's more of, like, an educator or a helper or an animal enthusiast, and he he helped gators. He helped crocodiles. He helped animals, and I, I wanted to be just like him. He had the safari vest, and he had the safari hat, and he was, like, the most badass like dude with gators and to me you know I've, I've lived with this fear and so I wanted to be just like Steve Irwin and I was like jealous of his daughter like why couldn't I be her like I want to be Steve Irwin's daughter I want to wear a freaking safari vest and so I would watch him and I would learn like okay that's how you hold the gator that's how you show them who's boss right so I grew up with with this like kind of love hate of alligators and my parents um, when I was an undergrad, bought a house in Florida. So, so I've been to Florida like mul- many, many times, and I've seen gators that are like two feet long to like ten feet long. I've seen them in the natural life. I've seen them, you know. I've walked over bridges with gators underneath. I've been to the Everglades and alligator farms where like gators have their arms eaten off because they got in a fight with their brother. And so I'm like used to it. Like I'm cool with them. Like I am Steve Irwin. So for my 21st birthday, um, right around my 21st birthday, I'd graduated just before, so I planned a trip to go out to celebrate my 21st birthday with my mom and celebrate like graduation with my mom. And so my mom is like very type A, like all about let's let's make the schedule. So she had this whole plan, like I'm gonna fly in at night, we're gonna go to bed at this time, we're gonna wake up at this time and eat this food at this time and then go do this event and we're gonna eat the, this food at this place and like everything's planned out. And then she goes, Jordan, what do you wanna do? <laughs> And so I'm like, mom, like, okay, well, whatever. Like, I just want to see an alligator. Like, I kind of have this thing for alligators now. And so my mom says, okay, like, surely we're going to find an alligator at one of these many places that we're going to go to. But if not, I know this hotel off this random road in the middle of nowhere, and they have an alligator in the back of the hotel, and, like, we'll just ask them if we can see their alligator. It's like in the, in the like, it's natural. <laughs> it's not like they have an alligator in a cage. It's like it just hangs out behind this hotel. And so I'm like, all right, cool, mom. So I fly in, and I fly into Orlando, and the house is about an hour away, so it's, I'm hungry, like I've just, you know, been traveling all day. And so we go to this outdoor mall place that's kind of like a fashion valley of out, outside Orlando. And we're walking around, and it's kind of late, and we're looking for food, and we don't find anything, because we're both kind of picky. And we see a guy with a safari vest. <laughs> And a safari hat. And he has an alligator in his arms. Like he's holding an alligator. And he has a sign that says, take a picture with the alligator. So I'm like, mom, I want to take a picture with an alligator. And I'm kind of scared. Like inside, I'm like, I don't want to take a picture with an alligator. But my mom is like very extrovert. So she goes up to the guy and she starts a conversation. Like, where'd you get your alligator? And uh, this guy rescues gators. 
So he teaches me like how to hold the gator. And I hold the little dude and he teaches me like, this is where you hold his head and his backside so he doesn't whip around and like attack you. He's only like two feet long. But like, you know, I, I learned how to hold this gator. And we learned he was rescued from Ohio because people buy gators for pets, um, not realizing that like, they grow, kind of like puppies. Um, so I take a picture with an alligator and it's, you know, I've, I've accomplished my one goal. And then my mom, a couple days later, planned, well, we're going to go kayaking. So we go to this place called Wekiwa Springs outside Orlando. And we get there and we rent a double kayak because we figure like, well, let's just paddle together. That way we can like kind of relax, but then you'll paddle and then you'll relax and I'll paddle. And we rent this double and it's like the most beautiful place in Florida. Like if you ever go, like Wekiwa Springs is the place. Like you can swim in crystal clear water. You can kayak down this beautiful river and the river, it's, it's crystal clear water. And it's about like waist deep to my height deep. And it's just blue skies when it's not like a hurricane and on either side it's it's all green it's it's got like you know trees and shrubs and brush and you can't see more than a foot inside that green because it's so thick but it's beautiful so we we launch the kayak and I see bubbles in the water up ahead and I see something swimming and I'm like mom what is that and she tells me that's a gator honey like don't worry about it like you know just kayak we'll kayak past it you don't mess with the gator the gator won't mess with you so we're we're kayaking down the river we pass that little buddy and about every hundred feet we see another gator and they're kind of off to the side it's like this you know the size of a little bit less than this in this uh outdoor space so it's you know i can i can throw a little pebble to either side and touch touch the gators if i wanted to and you know it's a hundred feet we see another gator a hundred feet we see another gator it's becoming like normalized and around the gators, there's there's turtles, there's birds, and like the turtles and birds are chilling. So like I'm chilling in this kayak, like I have nothing to fear. And we're going down this river, and then there's a tributary going off to the side. And my mom is totally fearless in the most, you know, the the the, the times when you should be in most fear. She is like the most fearless person. So she's like, let's go to this tributary. And the only difference between this, you know, this fork in the road and where we are on the main waterway is over the tributary, you can't see the sky. Like, it's that lush. It's like a jungle cave. And it's beautiful. It's like the jungle ride at Disneyland, but, like, better. <laughs> With real animals. And, <laughs> and it's like someone was warning us, don't go down the tributary, because there's a log blocking our way into the tributary. And my mom has this idea, we'll paddle really, really hard. And by we, she means me. We'll paddle really, really hard. <laughs> And we'll go straight into the log. And she had this idea that, like, we'll fly over the log and land on the other side. And we'll go down the tributary. And, like, hopefully it connects back to the river. If not, we're stuck. Um, so we count to three and we paddle and we paddle and we paddle. And we go right to the log and boom, like a, like a car crash. We, like, bounced off the log and came back. But my mom is, like, totally not a quitter. So she says, we're going to paddle backwards. So we paddle backwards. And she says, Jordan, this time paddle harder. So we do, we count to three and we paddle, 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 paddle. And somehow the front end of the kayak lifts up and goes over, ah, goes over the log. And I'm in the front so I can feel the log sliding against the bottom of the kayak past my feet, to my legs, to my butt, and it's kind of slowing down. And it stops. And we're sitting on top of this log and we're kind of rocking, but we're not, like we're stuck on this log. 
and there's gators everywhere. <laughs> and my mom is like totally fine. She's like, ha ha ha, this is hilarious. And I'm like, mom, we're stuck in gator infested water. Like, what are you talking about? So she takes her paddle and she's sticking it into the bottom and she's trying to push us backwards and nothing's working. And we like stick our paddles into the log and we're trying to push it backwards and nothing's working. And then we start to bicker. And I go, mom, you got us into this mess. What were you thinking? I should have never trusted you. You had this terrible idea. Like this is all your fault. Not to, it's my 21st birthday. Like it's, I don't want to die, right? And so, so we're trying and we're rocking the boat like side to side. We're going back and forth and we're just lodged on top of this log. And people are going by. It's not like we're the only people. But every time somebody goes by, we just totally shut up. We're like, this is where we're meant to be. We're like, we're eating our lunch. Like, this is like our lunch spot. Like, all is well. <laughs> but some, when somebody goes by, we just start bickering again. And so I go, Mom, you know what? You got us into this mess. And I'm the savior in the family. I'm the most favorite child. So I'm going to get us out of this. I will risk my life. I will get into this water. And I will dislodge the kayak for you. And when I lose a leg for my 21st birthday, this is on you, Mom. And so my mom finally understands that this is like a terrible situation and she goes no honey like I will risk my life for you <laughs> right like I will get into the water I'll jump out of the kayak and I will risk my life for you and I, then I start to picture my mom being eaten by an alligator and they don't like eat you it's not like they're sharks they like grab you and tear you underwater and then they tumble you until you drown so I'm picturing this with my mom and so then we start arguing about well who's gonna risk their life for the other <laughs> Mind you, every once in a while, someone goes by, and so we just, like, totally shut up. <laughs> and we're sitting there, and we're arguing, and we're bickering, and my mom is, like, kind of laughing, and I'm, like, losing my shit. Like, it's, <laughs> I'm going to die. And then someone is kayaking up the river, and he has on a safari vest and a safari hat, and he has, like, a badass kayak. Like, it's totally not a rental. Like, he paid for that. And it's full of, like stuff like whatever he needs no matter what situation he comes across he has everything in this kayak and on the back end of the kayak it says river ranger and he kayaks over to us and he says do you guys need help getting off that log and my mom kind of laughs like yeah you know we are kind of stuck on a log aren't we like yeah we would love help off this log and my mom i'm like livid like i'm like mom get us off this log so this river ranger comes over and he's like so stealth he like just stays in his kayak and he grabs the back of ours and he just pulls it off <laughs> and he goes on his merry way like thanks yeah no problem and we're, we're free and we're back in the main waterway and I still haven't gone down that tributary I've been back a number of times but I refuse to even you know there's not a log there the last time I went there there's no longer a log there but I'm not gonna go down that tributary <laughs> Because like, I don't know what's down there and you hear sounds and gators and, and I'm not willing to risk it. And I may have a safari vest now. And I have a, a safari hat, but I'm not Steve Irwin yet. And I'm not a crocodile hunter yet. Thank you. The Narrators is produced by Robert Rutherford, Mary Robertson, Aaron Rollman, and me, Ron Doyle. Our assistant producer is Sydney Crane. Our theme music is by Whalehawk. And our founder and executive producer is Andrew Orvidal. A very special thanks to our amazing sponsors. 
Illegal Pete's, Sexy Pizza, From the Hip Photo, and Renegade Brewing Company. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And join us at one of our live monthly shows, which take place every second Tuesday of the month at Tiger Tiger Tavern in San Diego, California, and every third Wednesday of the month at Bumport Theater in Denver, Colorado. Both shows start at 8 p.m. and are always free to attend. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter, and for past episodes, photos from our live shows, and a list of our upcoming events and themes, please visit thenarrators.org. Thanks for listening.